0: Welcome back to another episode of the Carter cast. I'm your host Carter bond on today's show. We have the four man football crew back. It's me. It's Dylan. It's Grant. And it's Connor. We're back. We hit the parlay last week. We're back with another one this week. We recap the weekend, Tennessee getting absolutely destroyed by Georgia. Bama getting upset in Baton Rouge. I was completely wrong about that one. We get into that. We talk about the college football playoff ranking playoff chances, We preview a bunch of the big games, Baylor, Kansas State, TCU, Texas, what a weird line that is, Bama, Ole Miss, Wake UNC, and some others. We give our picks. We preview all the NFL games and give our picks as well. We give a Grant's Jets minute, give him a couple minutes to talk about the Jets, and uh, it's a great episode. Make sure to check out the YouTube, like and subscribe, and then also check out cartercast.com. We've been putting up blogs left and right multiple people putting up blogs every single day on there. So check it out, cartercast.com. I'm putting picks on there as well. We're going to put all of our picks. I know it's hard following all these different social medias. I don't expect you to do that. So just go to cartercast.com on either Saturday night, Sunday morning. We're going to have all of our NFL picks put on there. Check it out, cartercast.com. Thank you for listening again, and I hope you guys enjoy today's show. We're back. It's a celebration time, baby. We hit the parlay. 3 out of 9. You might think 3 out of 9, that's terrible. That's Hall of Fame numbers right there. Mm-hmm. Hall it of is. Fame numbers. Dylan, give us the stat why that is a Hall of Fame number.
1: Well, we're hitting it 33% on a parlay that like you're supposed to hit 6% of the time at plus 1200. We, we might be the sharpest football podcast out there. And I can't speak to NFL the
0: NFL fan. NFL
1: NFL. Yes. Sharpest NFL podcast. That's out there.
0: There we go. I mean, we're going to get once college football ends, we already agreed on it. College basketball parlays are coming on this show. They have to, they have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. let's go. And uh, BYU is not allowed in this, by the way, we're not allowing. A single <laughs> point. Uh, uh, but yeah, we hit the parlay. Let's talk about college football this past weekend though. Tennessee, Georgia, the score line—it was honestly a blowout. It was yep. basically Georgia the whole way by three, four touchdowns. I think it ended up being a fourteen-point game. Uh, Dylan, just just talk about the death of your volunteers.
1: Yeah, it's sad. It, what hurt me most was the fact that Hooker had such a bad game. He had that interception, and any pass that he completed, he, he had a couple times where he could pass down the field, and he missed the guy just barely, overthrew him by no more than a yard. And that was sad to see. I do still think Tennessee can make the playoffs. A couple things have to happen, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. But it was really sad. It was sad to see. I was hoping this team would go undefeated and, and shock the world. And it was fun while it lasted, I guess.
2: At the end, when they were they were, uh, they were down two scores with the ball, they had a couple possessions at the end to try and cover. You mm-hmm. knew it wasn't going to happen. You just knew it wasn't going to happen. It was pouring rain. Georgia's defense was just molly whopping Tennessee's offensive line there at the end. It, it just, like, gave you this false hope to, like, oh, maybe Tennessee can even come back and cover. I was on the money line as well. I wanted them to win. But uh, Georgia, looked, Georgia looked good. But I will say real quick, that pregame atmosphere, it got me going. It got me going. The pregame atmosphere was cool. I, I was very excited.
3: 100%. Dude, Georgia's a different beast, man. Like, <clears throat> I know we've talked about it. we talked about those lines. Like, their defense is still damn good. Um, they can control the line of scrimmage, like like you like you mentioned, Connor. Like it's pretty dangerous, man. this team. One of the most interesting things I saw from this game was because of this game. I don't know if it's because of this game or the full body work from last year, but people are now comparing Stetson Bennett to Bryce Young, which I think is very interesting. Um, I saw a couple of people basically just saying that, <laughs> that because of the size, it's going to be their biggest like detriment. I'm like, mm, there's a little bit more to into it than that. So I'm yeah. not really 100 on that board. But george is full a full team again. Stetson Bennett for what he is in college is fine, right? He's exactly what you need in college. He can run when he needs to run. He can throw when he needs to throw. Like, as, as much as we don't want to admit it, he's a good quarterback for college play. I don't think it translates to the NFL, but for college, he's perfect. And obviously, with a, a team like that, you don't really have to do too much. You just give it to your playmakers. You give it to your tight ends who are elite in, in this league, for sure. Like, they're the best tight end tandem that they have in college football. And you rely on your defense to continuously make stops you know, get pressure, all the things make, make the other team make mistakes for you. And then like, I'll give it credit for Stephanie, but he capitalizes whenever that defense, like, you know, gives them the ball, short fields, things like that. Like he absolutely capitalizes every single time. So like kudos on him, kudos on the game plan. Kirby smart has built that program to an actual, like it, what Bama was basically. And kind of like, you know, he's on par, if not a little bit of a, a leg up right now. So it's pretty crazy to see that that Georgia program is, is humming right now.
0: Yeah, I'm not a big Kirby smart guy, though. I Now I, you have to be. He's obviously probably top two, three coach in college football now. I always thought he was a fraud until he isn't. That's kind of how these programs roll. Like forever, there was the term Clemsoning. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Clemson's just dominating in the playoff. They're winning games. They're winning titles. that Nobody even thinks they think Clemson's going to win every big primetime matchup. And that kind of transition to what I want to talk about. Clemson gets destroyed by Notre Dame.
1: Long time coming. That was a long time coming. Clemson was not a, the fourth best team in the country by any means, and I, and that was just one of the things. If you've watched football, you knew that was gonna sort itself out.
2: The year DJ uh, you got how do you say it? Somebody say it. Galele? <laughs> okay, the year DJ was backing up on Clemson. There was flashes, and people were like, "Oh man, like Clemson's gonna be a powerhouse even when he comes in and starts the next couple of years." He looks vulnerable, and you saw the in the um inconsistency from Dabo with, uh, you know, bringing in Kate Clubnick at the end there or trying to spark a little bit of offense. He doesn't have faith in them anymore. He doesn't have faith in DJ. It feels a little weird because, like, I really thought he was going to be a pretty good whenever he got the starting job. He hasn't been that good. So, it was due. I do agree with that. It was due. The ACC is looking a little rough this year now, like, playoff-wise. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Absolutely. There's no chance the ACC
0: makes the playoff.
3: No. Dead and to zero. give credit to Marcus Freeman too like I know we talked about how we didn't yep. play. it to me he feels like a rookie quarterback in the NFL like a, the highs are high the lows are low right that's kind of what we experienced and again I you know I, I think I severely underrated the uh, the transition period from you know head coach to kind of get under his belt I think it's going to take a little bit of time but if he keeps recruiting the way he's recruiting I mean they could have a ton of highs here come in the future it's just going to be the stability and that consistency in play for Notre Dame like whether or not they can put it together for four quarters on a consistent basis for, you know, a full body of work. As of right now, Marcus Freeman hasn't proven that, but you see flashes like this against Clemson who for sure has superior talent, especially when you're talking about the defensive side of the ball and what they're able to do. It's very impressive. So again, with their ties to ACC, they have a much easier path than, you know, a lot of these other schools like in the SEC and the big 10, but at the end of the day, like you can only play, you can play. So I'm impressed with Marcus Freeman. I'm impressed with his name team, but I mean, that was a whooping boys. That was an absolute whooping. It was.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, ACC, nobody in the playoff. People mentioned like Carolina, Clemson, maybe.
2: no. If, even if Carolina won the ACC and had one loss, you, I, I still don't think they get in.
0: No. Tennessee would have to lose again. Yeah. Bama, LSU would both have to lose. Uh, I, I a one loss Big Ten team still gets in over Carolina. I think so too. Clemson. The chips just
2: aren't there. The chips just aren't there this year. Absolutely not.
0: Uh, and then last thing. Probably, I mean, this is the craziest thing from the weekend. LSU beating Bama. I was dead wrong. I mean, I was, I was so wrong on that game. Oh my goodness! And also, back to backtracking a little bit to the Georgia Tennessee game. Shout out Josiah who commented on the YouTube video on the preview. He could give me a pinky promise to take Georgia minus eight. I was ready. I had it ready, locked it, getting ready to lock it. <laughs> I waited until three thirty at kickoff, and he never responded back. So. Josiah, hey, he, he didn't Shaw. call back. He didn't call back like Dino Smith. Yeah, he didn't call back. That's true. So, but anyhow, LSU, Bama. I was way off. I thought Bama coming off the bye against Brian Kelly, they would just absolutely dominate this team. But like Dylan, you s- kept reiterating it. Bama on the road. Bama on the road. Bama on the road. Bama on the road is terrible. Like
2: it, it's they cannot win on the road unless they're playing like Vanderbilt. It's that steady That steady was rocking. That that mm-hmm. that field rush at the end. That was a crazy sight.
1: Yeah, that that game in itself was crazy. And Alabama just, they commit way too many penalties on the road. I think going into this game, three out of four, four out of five of their games on the road, they committed over 100 offensive penalty yards. And that right there is just, you can't get anything going when you're getting set back like that all the time. So now we're looking at an interesting situation where Alabama has two losses, and we discussed it a little bit. Are they going to try to get a two-loss SEC champion Alabama into the playoff? It, we're going to be in for a pretty interesting couple of weeks here because some decisions are going to have to be made. And no matter which one's made, I think some people are going to be pretty upset.
3: hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. Like the SECs and in the driver's seat to have two, right. And then it's to see if the big 12 can sneak in one and to see, obviously if the, if the big 10 can sneak in, you know, one as well, if not two. So it's just, it's, it's a weird spot to be in. Um, TCU, obviously, you know, they have everything in front of them, but you're right. Like the SEC dictates probably at least guaranteed one, but probably two, right? And so it's just whether or not it's going to be Georgia, Tennessee, you know, Georgia, Bama, Bama, Georgia, whatever it is, right? Like we'll, we'll see what that is. And um, the SEC championship will have massive ramifications for teams outside of the SEC too. Like that is going to matter to a ton of teams. Like all conferences are going to be watching, that, especially the Big Ten and in, in, in the uh, Big 12 this year.
0: That's the crazy thing is like, I tweeted or I texted y'all and I think I tweeted it out after the game. Tennessee is almost in a better position than Georgia as crazy as it is to say, because they don't have to play in the sec title game with Bama losing and Clemson losing. They're basically guaranteed that playoff spot after beating Bama already. They only have to, they have an easy schedule. They play like Mizzou, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. They get to just cruise through the rest of their schedule. As long as they stay healthy, they're in a great spot. Like, obviously, the SC title game is awesome. It's a, you know, it's awesome if you win. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, you want to be ready for that playoff. You don't want to risk injury. They don't have, they don't, they have nothing to worry about. Like, I think they're automatically in.
2: We wouldn't have to be talking about this if the, you know, football playoff is expanded coming up. So,
3: mm-hmm. yeah, the BYU same. would yes. be in.
0: That's the crazy thing. Nah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we might as well just get a field. We might as well just get the field of 68. Screw it. 100%. Bro. We need March Madness style, bro. Just play everyone. So
1: so real quick, we have the college football rankings coming out tonight, I believe. How is everybody ranking these four teams? I'll start, I'll go Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Tennessee. No TCU? No TCU. They got to really? win this week. I, okay,
0: if they win this
2: week, they're in. That's fair. I,
0: I think you may have just
2: named the playoff. It does, it does feel like a playoff. You said Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Tennessee. Yeah. That's what, as of this week that's what I have. I like happened. that. But I think if TCU stays undefeated, I think they're in, right? They have to be.
0: Yeah, if TCU yeah. stays undefeated, they're in at this point. But I don't think they do. The line tells us this week. We'll get into that line, but the line tells us TCU's losing this week.
2: It does. It We're getting smarter on this show. We're getting smarter on this show. We're sniffing out <laughs> lines. That line's a little wonky.
0: But cuz the yeah. only thing that honestly would really affect like the top 4 is if a BAM or LSU beat Georgia in the SEC title game, that's it. Yep. Exactly. There's no, unless, like, the, the committee just blew us all away and said, Clemson, you're in with one loss.
3: That would be insane. Not after that loss. Not with Notre Dame this year. If it was a really good Notre Dame team they lost to, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's the Notre Dame team that But it is. Notre
0: Dame might be picking up some, like, crap wins to make it look a little better. You know, Clemson's saying, look
3: beatable. Like against Syracuse, they barely squeaked
2: out that win against Syracuse. Syracuse looks bad now, not bad, but like we're not as good as they, good as they were. Marshall home, ACC, like-
0: no, 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 Syracuse looks bad. I mean, we don't have to say, we don't okay, have to yeah. sugarcoat. <laughs> Syracuse is terrible because <laughs> what's no, let's let's see, let's look at Notre Dame's record right now. Notre Dame's on a roll right now,
2: they still, but still lost to Marshall though. I don't know, I don't lost know. To
3: Marshall home. Like it's not this, it, regardless of like what they are now, they're definitely not the same team that lost then, but like. It's the full body work. Like, there's no way they're gonna give Clemson that much like props for that. There's no. Doesn't way.
2: it feel so long ago that we came on this show and we were just hyping up Marcus Freeman? We were on the Marcus <laughs> Freeman train. I was like, I, well, was I was not. I was not. Yeah, no. I me, mean, Dylan, somebody was along with me. I was. I was because they were playing okay. Ohio State week one.
1: Yeah, we were both
2: on that. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. feels like think, so long ago.
1: Just think about this: this Notre Dame team that we're saying is, you know, not as good as we thought at the beginning of the year. They kept that game close against Ohio State. They did. So what's who, who's that saying something about?
3: But exactly like Ohio State hasn't proved anything <laughs> yet.
0: Because all, looking at that schedule right now, if Notre Dame wins out, they play USC at the end. They're 9-3. and three. Yeah. They do play USC? At the end of the season, yeah, last
1: game. What if they went and won that? Oh, my that's goodness. Good game, bro.
0: Also, that's the other thing we have to talk about is a one-loss Pac-12 team.
3: The Oregon one is interesting to me. The only loss is Georgia. That's the one I think you could sneak in.
0: If that loss
3: was just by like 20 points instead of 40, I think yeah. we're really talking about Oregon 100% being in the playoffs. But it's hard to say because I'm like, like, that's their one loss. And it was week that's one. the best one loss to have, like you could possibly have. It's the number one team.
0: But it was by 49 points and it was so humiliating. That's why it leaves a bad taste in every voter's mouth, every fan's mouth, and every member of the media's mouth. So what if Tennessee
2: got beat by 40? Then what are we talking about?
3: Yeah.
1: What? So correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there was a discussion at some time during the college football playoff in years past where the, one of the committee members had made mention that losses at the beginning of the season don't hold as much weight. I feel like it might have been last year with Oregon, Ohio State. Is, is that still a thing? Because I, I do think there's some merit there. If, you know, if a team loses early on, but they can get it back on track. Maybe some growing pains early on. I I don't know if that's a factor at all.
3: You're scheduling that kind of game. I think you get credit too, right? I think, yeah, there was really, I mean, they're talking about now. There's like, there's no really real reason why they should have taken that game at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Because they went against, you know, Arkansas the blind week one. I mean, they'd be undefeated for sure, top five team, right? So it is a little frustrating, you know, for Oregon fans, I guess. But I mean, man, it's hard to say because I was, if they clean house and they actually go through, they're going to beat Utah twice, then that case. Cause they're probably gonna need to play them or USC in the championship game. Like, I don't know. It gets interesting.
0: Real quick. And then we'll move into this week's games. I, man, I think Oregon makes the playoff. That's, that's the question I have is if whoever loses that Michigan big, the Michigan Ohio state game, a PAC 12 team that wins the PAC 12 title with one loss gets in over them.
2: Right. That's what I was going to say. Cause you know, with Michigan and Ohio state, I feel like they might play one of the, like, play themselves out of it. One of them. Because that's the issue
0: with that game being at the end of the season is that kind of hurts them, but you have to also, the counter argument is that loss to either Michigan or Ohio State is not a bad loss at all. mm It's probably a better loss than, let's say, Utah is. It's kind of a weird spot. Mm
1: -hmm. It depends yeah. how the loser of Ohio State, Michigan, loses too. I think – I mean, if, yeah. if Michigan beats Ohio State by three, I think the committee is going to try to do whatever they can to get Ohio State in.
3: I agree. What
1: if Michigan loses by three? Well, now we're just entertaining impossible outcomes. So, Michigan <laughs> that's, exactly win what,
0: that that's exactly what I wanted. All right. Let's uh, I love it. Babe. All right. Anything else from this past weekend?
1: San Jose state Colorado state under huge for my night. I fell asleep there. I didn't even, I didn't see the kickoff of that game. I woke up and I saw a green dot.
0: I was heavy.
2: I was heavy on Duke first half. Easy money. Easy money. Shout out. College football.
0: I got absolutely
2: obliterated. Me too. Shout out
0: Auburn plus 13 interim coach game. Uh, Yes. I got obliterated on Saturday and then, uh, I want to give a real shout out. He's helped us all here at, from time to time. Darwin Nunez deserves his own shout-out mm. on this podcast. True. He is just saving, saving the accounts. I mean, my it's, gosh.
2: It's I hilarious because we'll be asking Carter. We'll be like, what do you like in the Liverpool game today? You got a soccer play for us? And we don't even have to ask. It's Darwin mm. Nunez, two plus shots on goal. Plus it's, odds. It's, <laughs> it's, it's
0: it is it, it's nine and one when he starts. It is nine and one.
2: That's kind of crazy. Cha-ching. And why
0: is it plus odds? It's plus odds. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, I ho- I hope the I hope the odds makers aren't listening because let's keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out Darwin Nunez because yeah, wake up Sunday morning. I'm like, you know what? Soccer is going to dictate my day how this goes. If soccer goes well, it's going to be a great day. If soccer goes poorly, it's going to be a bad day. Soccer went phenomenal. Liverpool wins two one. So the NFL, yeah, and NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like my NFL picks were gonna hit
2: as long as soccer hit too.
1: Yeah,
0: shout, shout out to
2: NFL parlay, you know. Just shout out the NFL parlay. I just
1: gotta mm. get that shout in out there
3: to and it. the parlay, boy, it's
1: huge man. God.
3: What are we jets, at? Thirty units. Thing. Thirty units. Ooh, we're gonna talk about the Jets. Don't don't you worry. It'd be thirty thirty
2: six. Yeah, 30. 30 units. <laughs> That's tough. I love it. Th- that parlay bought me a nice lobster roll dinner before tonight. So <laughs> when you win, when you win as many parlays as we do, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to splurge. I bought a TV. I bought a yeah. TV. From yeah, Carter. exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, uh, Carter. We're getting you back on track in college this week. I just feel it. I feel. I feel in the air. If you're bought in, then the podcast is getting you back on track.
0: Yeah, and that's what I wanted to say here too. We got to limit the college football plays. The college football plays are getting a little too meaty. And no, no, I'm talking on my, myself, myself, myself.
1: But we just had to talk about getting you back on track, Carter.
2: I'm not playing 15 games anymore.
1: Come on!
2: Nope, no, no, no. Not five. with the NBA back. Not with college basketball back.
0: No, not, I college agree. College basketball is back, and the World Cup being around the corner is very dangerous for me because I'm gonna be up at 3 a.m., half awake, watching Argentina versus Saudi Arabia.
2: <laughs>
0: so th- it's
2: it's not good. It's not good. You're going to be sending us World Cup plays every day. It's know. going to
0: be 2.30 in the morning. You guys are going to get a text and just being like, hey, guys, Messi to get an assist is plus 350. Uh, I really <laughs> like this play. Uh, I think Iguayin scores. Anyhow, let's talk college football. Corey, when's the last months. time you slept?
2: That's what we'll say. <laughs>
0: might, have to, you might have to get a prescription for something uh, during Thanksgiving. Uh, all right. <laughs> college football. I think this is the game of the week. The undefeated TCU Horn Frogs at – Texas. Texas is minus seven. They're six and three over under 64 and a half. This line screams Texas. Texas is winning this football game. This is the Tennessee Georgia line all over again. They warn us. They, the, they sports book, they're telling us like this team is winning this game, by the way, we all know it. And they're, they're begging, they're begging schmoes like us to take TCU, but we're not schmoes.
3: We're sharps. We're taking Texas minus seven. Carter, it's you know, just, they're, begging, you know what they're begging us to take, really? It's Texas' first
1: half, bro. Texas' first <laughs> half. Man, no, That's what not begging big. us to take. That'll be, be like before go. they injure your quarterback and everything because they've been injuring all the opposing team's quarterbacks. The first half, yeah. we'll still have Quinn Ewers in. The most
3: I like possible it. bet of this year, bro. Texas' first half place. That's but
0: I'm, a, I'm on Texas' minus seven I, just because of mm-hmm. what the line tells you.
2: That's exactly what I'm on, and it basically comes down to, like, do we think this TCU team is for real? Do we think they're going to go undefeated and get in the playoff? I just can't. I can't see it, especially with this line. I was already skeptical coming in when I saw this matchup on the calendar. The line comes out. They're laying a touchdown, and everything in me is like, oh, my God, TCU's trying to get in the playoff. They're undefeated. We have to take TCU, right? Wrong. I'm on Texas, too. I saw on Twitter,
1: it, it, there's this guy that tweets out like he's he's close with the books or whatever, and he knows these traders. Someone had said that they're taking a lot of, a lot of money on TCU, and and they're sticking at seven. So that right there tells you something too. If they're okay with keeping that number at seven, you know, I mean they they don't want six and a half for Texas. So I'm with you guys. I'm on Texas. Uh, I don't have any stats on me. If if I made the pick, I'm sure there's something that that goes and points that out. But. You're right. I don't think TCU is that team this year, and they might realize that this week.
3: Grant, seems like every. Are you on oh, just the first half? So far, I don't. I might. I might ride with the boys full game, but as of right now, I just have the first half. Yeah. Conner, anything? Like every,
2: every game that feels like this.
3: Oh, you said minus seven.
2: Oh, I'm already on Texas. Yeah, and honestly, I like the first half play too. I might put a unit on each of those. Hook'em horns.
0: I might do both, too. I mean, Texas first half. Texas, Texas at is home good is to us.
2: Texas first half has been very good to us. And mm, TCU is giving up
0: so many rushing yards. They gave up over 200 to Texas, almost 200 to Texas Tech. Sean Robinson Texas. might have
2: 150 yards. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, that might be the prop play right there. That, that was going
0: to be my next thing. Robinson yep. over rush yards. I don't care what it says. he. He is so good. He is so good. He's going to have 150 plus. It's inevitable. Unless that's TCU's game plan, is they injure him instead of yours?
1: <laughs> why not both? <laughs> Texas, first not, not Texas, why Texas not why not both, game. but not why not both, but what if both? I should say.
0: <laughs> what if both? Dylan, are true or false? Are you a guy that wishes injury upon people? No. <laughs> are you lying? I know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm <to> lie, bro. <laughs> No, that pause po- said everything. That <laughs> unless it's an a how to quarterback. No, no, I, you know, unless it's if- a tight end on the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. No,
2: what are you talking? No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> there, there are things. You know, there are injuries that are minor. As me, I have a, a fractured sesamoid bone in my toe. Not life threatening. It, you know, I can't go play basketball at the gym for a couple weeks. But I don't know. But I would never wish
2: that on somebody. I mean, how'd that happen? Did you kick the wall with Tennessee? Loss. Because I, co- I did a couple times. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I need some steel-toed uh, boots for those Tennessee games.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all hey, right. It's a hell of uh, a season, bro. Either way. Either yeah. way. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Moving on. <clears throat> the 17th-ranked North Carolina Tar Heels in Winston-Salem at Truist Field against the 21st. I guess – I mean, all these rankings will change. We're recording at, like, 5 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, Wake Forest probably not going to be ranked. No. Wake Forest is minus three and a half, and a little backtrack. Remember, remember my cardinal rule: you got to take the unranked home favorite against a ranked team. This is going to fall in that category. That's why I love the Wake Forest Demon Deacons here. It went two and one last weekend. Uh, Pitt was a high unit play. Don't recommend high unit plays on Pitt, but <laughs> it was a high unit play. <laughs> and uh, Wake is uh, Wake's my favorite play this week now
2: because. Let of, me go ahead. Keep going.
0: Oh, I'm just saying Wake's my favorite play this week just because that they're an underranked team at home going against a ranked the only, team.
2: The only reason I would say I'm I'm not taking Carolina here on the on the spread. The only reason I would say stay away from the spread is because what if this hasn't been fluky for Wake the last two weeks? What if Sam Hartman turns it over four times again? Carolina defense sucks. But still, what if he fumbles twice? I'm staying away from the spread. If I'm going anything, I'm leaning the over. I know it's in the 70s. I know 77. It was fifty-five to 58-55 to 55 last year. Carolina won at home. 58-55. Defenses are not any better. Carolina lost their best defender, Noah Taylor, linebacker, leading tackler, best rusher. Des Evans, opposite side, edge rusher out for the year. Defense is not getting any better. There might be 100 points in this game. And Carolina, as much as I hate to say it, they're due for a loss. They're due for a loss. I, yeah. I, I saw I the defeat Fred. in
1: his face, too. I, I've seen that look before from, from other people. Looking in the mirror, I saw defeat in
2: Connor's face right there. I've, I've watched Carolina football for too many years. They're not finishing the season with one loss. They will not finish the season with one loss. This is prime, prime letdown spot.
0: Would you rather –
2: what if you <clears throat> win this game but lost to NC State? Mm-hmm. I'd rather lose this game 100 million percent. I'm not <laughs> even close. I'd rather Wake win by fifty. And then Carolina, Carolina beat NC State, F State.
0: Uh, okay. Um, uh, no, but Sam Hartman's gonna throw all over this Carolina defense. He's done it every year he's been in school. And At Perry yeah. is, I think he's the most underrated receiver in college football. We talked about it before the show, before we started recording. At Perry, whatever his receiving prop is, it might not even be a hundred just hammer 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 hammer
2: hammer hammer Put the
0: effing sledgehammer on it i'm gonna take the alternate line at plus one at 150 plus
2: legitimately legitimately It's the
0: gone they don't have 100, anybody
2: 120 yards is guaranteed from at perry i i will guarantee it and maybe receptions too i I lean the yards just because they'll probably get two 70 yard touchdowns but either one honestly you can't go wrong
0: exactly uh grant <laughs> dylan i know you guys like just completely zone out on here when we talk ACC football. I, it's weird that, like, two dudes, like, actually, like, watch ACC football, which makes no sense. You don't hear anybody in the world doing that. Uh, but do you guys have anything in this game?
3: I don't. I'll keep it short and simple. I don't. With <laughs> ACC football, y'all know Grant, me.
0: Grant, 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 I'm begging you, just take A.T. Perry prop with me.
1: Okay, I'll play it 100%. I'm in.
3: Does, does anybody
1: have a play on this total? Because Connor mentioned it. I mean, it's 77. And I, I mean, what? I last year, over 100 points? It's 77.
2: I think it's down to 76.5 now. Not that that makes a big difference. I'm taking the over. I'm going to let it go down a couple more points, hopefully. I'm going to take the over. I'm serious. I think the defenses are that bad. Carter, Grant. I'm
0: on Wake. I don't want to, I don't want to cheer for an over. I want to just cheer for Wake. And then, uh, I'll, AT Perry, baby. AT Perry all every which way. He dominated Carolina last year, too. I mean, re- to be fair, every
2: receiver in that Carolina weight game had like all time yep. numbers. But that was an insane game. <laughs> also, another prop I don't hate that I might take that's hit like the last three, or four weeks. If Drake May's rushing prop is anywhere in the 50s, take it. Because he's had like he's he's hit that in the last like few games at least. <laughs> Especially if it's a high scoring game. All right, let's move on.
1: Well, well, hold on, hold
0: on. Oh. I,
2: I haven't given my pick yet. Um, oh, you I, have... I under. am
3: on the
1: under, and Carter, you are as well, and Grant, you are as well. Ooh, okay. Oh, we're taking under seventy-seven. North Carolina, Wake Forest. Let me tell you why. The last time this game was played in Winston-Salem, forty-two total points. This was in twenty twenty nineteen, and only two North Carolina games. That's so games.
0: far. That's so long ago, though. That like that's That's like saying like. That doesn't make any sense. It's like saying like the this Duke team this year is better than a Duke team in the '90s. Like,
1: or are we saying that North Carolina's (laughs) offense stalls on the road when they're playing at Winston Salem or Uh, Wake Forest's defense steps? It's a
0: completely different offense. It's like comparing the 2022 Panthers to the 2015
1: Panthers. Okay, okay. Well, then let's talk about this year because there's only Uh, been two games that North Carolina games have gone over 77. Now you're now you're talking. Now you're talking. One Wake Forest game has gone over 77, and it was against Clemson, and it took overtime to get there. So. It didn't Wake take Forest overtime time to get there. It didn't take
0: overtime to get there. It was already in the 50s before Wake, overtime. Wake
2: Forest <laughs> has not played Carolina's defense this year. Carolina has the worst defense in the ACC.
1: Well, Wake Forest, this is going to sound stupid, I know, but Wake Forest is allowing 377 yards of total offense this season. But when the total is that high to 77, I actually think that number is pretty low. So I I am playing the under. You guys are going to be playing the under as well, Connor. You don't have to, but – Carter and Grant have to.
3: I'm betting it as we speak, literally right now. (laughs) Let's go. Because I feel like it's going to get a worse number. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm just
0: going to get it at 77 and just yeah. It actually might go go down a
2: few points. Yeah. Um, All right,
3: it's in, boys. Officially.
0: Let's have some fun, boys. Welcome to the dark side. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna have to up my unit size on wake just to balance out that loss of the over or the under. Uh all right, let's move on. Bama at Ole Miss. Bama Mm. minus 12. Minus 12. I don't know what to do in this one. I'm gonna stay away because just Bama's burned me one too many times. I mean, it feels like the week two take Bama because 88 percent of the money and 83% of the public are on Ole Miss. It's gonna be super public taking Ole Miss plus 12 at home. And Carter, did you say
3: Ole Miss is frauds, bro? That's not your exact I,
0: I do think Ole Miss are frauds. But this <laughs> Bama teams uh, burned possible. me one too many
2: times. I just I kind
0: of want to stay away.
2: They didn't burn me last week. That's why I'm going, I'm going Alabama this week. They're 5 and 0 in the last five games coming off a loss. I think they, I think this might be a beat down. Over under 63 and a half, by the way. I'm on Bama. I'm not taking I'm not taking the total. I'm with Carter here. I, I think that
1: Ole Miss might not be as good as people think they are. But then again, you have Alabama on the road. They've been so bad this year. Uh I I don't have anything. If I were to lean anything, I would lean Ole Miss just because I don't trust Alabama when they're not at home.
2: But Ole Miss's defense is just – I was looking at their schedule before the show. Gave up 28 to A&M, 45 to LSU, 34 to Auburn, 28 to Vanderbilt. Guys,
0: guys, what are we complaining
2: about? Let's just take the over.
1: (laughs) I took the – wasn't it last year Ole Miss-Alabama over was something abnormally high, and I took it, and I think 40 points were scored. Yeah, it was was 80 and a half. It was the most painful thing I ever did. I remember sitting at the poker room at Hollywood Casino Lawrenceburg watching that game, and I was like, there's no way this is happening.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's I'm, the worst because, like – I'm with Connor, you, man. I'm with you, you, Connor.
2: When you take a total above, like, 70, and then there's seven points after the first three or four drives,
3: you're, you're screwed. You're already screwed. It's already over. It, it is weird. I'm with Connor, man. Uh, Bam on a bounce back. Nick Saban on a bounce back. I'll take it all day. Even though it is away, it's an old Miss – don't love that, but... Um, I think Bryce Young has a great bro. game. My 12's not bad. I think I'm going to take Bama. And I'm going to look at the first half line. I can't see it right now. It's not popping up. So, we'll see what that looks like. But I'm definitely taking Bama on this one, boys. Does Saban
0: murder Lane Kiffin in games? I know, obviously, last year, Bama whooped them. But
3: this I think Kiffin usually gets spanked by Sabin, right? Uh, he's I think he's lost every matchup so far. <clears throat> the only one that had beaten Saban was uh Kirby Smart from his like previous coaching tree, right? I think so.
0: Uh, it's a 3:30 it, uh, kickoff which also makes me like bam a little more. I don't like, like bam on the road at night. Mm. Bam on the road at night's a bad bad juju. <clears throat> but I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> right, let's stay away. It opened at 13 and a half. Yeah. Wow.
2: I'm going to I'm going to take it probably day off day before maybe.
0: All righty. And then moving on. Get this pulled up. Do we? Are we? I feel like we kind of have to talk real quick. Does anybody have a play in UCF Tulane? They're both top 25.
2: I don't. I don't. Okay. Just I haven't, watched no, I haven't watched enough of either team. Mm-hmm.
0: LSU at Arkansas. LSU coming off, I mean, one of the craziest wins, beating Bama. They're minus only minus three to this terrible Arkansas defense over under 64. I kind of like the over in this one.
1: Arkansas's home, right? Yes, it's
0: at Arkansas.
1: Yeah. I I see this as as a pretty big letdown spot.
0: I think it's an 11 a.m. kickoff in Arkansas. They
1: central time? Mm -hmm. I think Arkansas would be. I I see a letdown spot. It's not a big play for me. I don't have anything written down on it, but – LSU coming off, you know, the biggest win of their season, obviously. Um, I like Arkansas to keep it within three. If it got to like two and a half, I wouldn't take it. I I don't even really know if they win. But if you're giving me three points, I'm
2: going to take that. I would also lean Arkansas. I'm not going to make an official play on this game just because watching LSU beat Alabama, like, that kind of gives me cold feet. It is a potential letdown spot, though. You know, they're getting that national attention, like even reemerging in some playoff talks. I don't know if they can handle that. This This is a pretty big letdown spot. But I'm I'm going to stay away as of right now.
3: Yeah, I lean with you guys on uh, Arkansas. I think I'm going to take a unit on it. <clears throat> I, I don't think I can take LSU on this thing. Like, I'm not a firm believer that LSU is going to be in the playoff at the end of the day. Um, Arkansas is kind of one of those really good teams at home. So, and Pittman's really good at covering. I don't know. So, if, if you're giving me three points, I kind of like that. I kind of like that game.
0: Oh, he covers against BYU, Grant. And like
3: in the spread in general, bro. He covers a lot of games.
0: At I think my grand, I think my grandma could cover against BYU. <laughs> I mean basketball or
3: football. Basketball or football. <laughs> Both. Both. Carter, why are you plugging <laughs> us in a negative way right now, bro? I not even bring us up. We should be put t- talking about
0: BYU in a negative way. Yeah, we beat Boise State. Whatever. You beat Idaho Covered. State in basketball by four points. Hey, cover the live line though. Let's go, Grant. Uh, say, man, but man, man. Grant, I'm gonna ride with you on Arkansas plus three. This line screens Arkansas. Uh, It's just a unit play, nothing crazy. But I just—it's a clear letdown spot on the road. I was hoping this would be a night game. It's kind of disappointing Mm -hmm. that this isn't the ESPN seven o'clock game. Mm -hmm. Arkansas's going crazy, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Arkansas uh, plus three. I I want. I wish I had the stat on me. Is LSU bad in noon games?
1: Oh, I don't know if a top. I don't have the info.
0: Because Tennessee LSU was a noon game, correct?
3: Ooh, I think it was, right? Yeah, it was. Yes, it, it 100% was. It 100% was. It 100% was.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm looking at it right now. They are – you get the stats department on this one. So, Bama night game. Jamie, pull that up. Let's see here. Yep. See here. So, this is only their second noon game of the year. Only their second noon game. Was there, there one Kelly, other one Tennessee? Other one was Tennessee.
3: at that time, dude. He's not used to, you know, coaching at that point. <laughs> He's still practicing his southern accent at that point in the day. That's for sure what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be on Arkansas plus three.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: And then, already, anything else on that game?
1: Not for me. All right.
0: Kansas State on the road in Waco playing Baylor. Baylor's minus two and a half. The over-under is 52 and a half. Kansas State's ranked, right? 13th right now. I will probably change, but the I mean the rankings might have come out while we're on this Zoom call. I will Baylor here. The Baylor's a part of the rule. You have yep. I have to take Baylor. Yep.
1: Feed me oh. Baylor with a spoon. I'm all over this game. Mm-hmm. I love Baylor in this spot, especially if you can still get it at the two and a half. Three's a little different. But Baylor's just a completely different team at home than away, and specifically their defense. Their defense has taken great steps when they're at home. Uh, Kansas State, this is – I don't know if this goes into handicapping at all, but Kansas State hasn't forced a turnover on defense um, in away games yet. They have not forced a turnover. No interceptions, no fumbles. Uh, So I like Baylor here. That's my biggest college play of the weekend.
2: That's all I needed to hear. I came into this podcast with an open mind on this game. I was not leaning strongly one way or the other. I'm now on Baylor minus two and a half. Thank you. Uh, Baylor minus two and a half written down on here. It's
3: scary. We're all on it, but we're all, on this. we're all thinking the same thing. Baylor at home, that's exactly what I was going to say, is what Dylan said, is a different animal than Baylor on the road. On the road, they are awful. There's something wrong with this team. They're broken on the road. I think they've lost to BYU. They've lost multiple games in conference down the road. Or Yeah, they're not good. But at home, they're a completely different team. It's like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde personified in a football team. When it comes to playing at home and playing away, it's it's for sure correct. Like that's the way you look at it, and you got to look at it. So this spot, like I said, I think Vegas is warning us that that's the line to take. Again, we'll see what happens, but I think we're all met for the same reasons. I like it.
0: Kansas State, Kansas State's. I mean, I love Kansas State for what they've done for me. Uh, I didn't take them last week against Texas, uh, but I mean that Oklahoma State game was just so beautiful, like, amazing. Uh, Oh, so beautiful. but uh, I mean, anything else on this game, I mean, I don't really have too much to add. I just think this line tells you Baylor's winning this football game. We Bay might Baylor go, we might
2: go five and a. yeah we're, we're on the we're, same side of a lot of things. this yeah, yeah. that well, you know either, it's, it's week eleven. maybe we're maybe we're starting to figure something out <laughs> Who, who's to say? I don't want to say it. But, you know, don't let us get hot all right uh, i was down 15 units last lastly it's fine yeah, forget it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah co- college football only being down like it just a slight you know like what eight units nine units <laughs> nfl going up like 36 u- no, even more than that because the parlay i mean we yep. were oh and shout out the three-hour church parlay shout out the three-hour church parlay seattle money line bears <laughs> plus four jets plus 10 and a half, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that it, Jets play, boys, I know we'll get to it, but that was uh that was always written in the stars. That was a guarantee.
2: Okay, <laughs> let's roll into picks. Connor, give me your picks. Um, I gotta short hard this week, so I am gonna take Texas minus seven. Love that. We're all on that. I think I'm gonna take Texas first half for a unit as well, whenever that line drops. Um, the Carolina weight game we covered. <sighs> Y'all are all on the under. I'm gonna see how low the total gets. I think I'm gonna end up taking the over. And out of principle, I'm gonna put a unit on Carolina money line. I do not advise that for anybody listening to this. Don't do it. Don't be like me, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Alabama minus 11 and a half is so what I see at right now for a unit. Gonna stay away from LSU, Arkansas, and I'm gonna put a unit on Baylor as well. And then outside of the games we covered, I'm gonna roll with Clemson minus seven. I like actually weirdly enough, I was looking through some of these totals. I'm taking Purdue, Illinois over 44. I think Purdue is like not bad. Mm, I don't hate that. So I think Purdue, Illinois, over 44 I'm going to take. It's a pretty low number for college football in general outside of the ACC. And then the um, <laughs> only other one I'm looking at right now is uh Pittsburgh, Virginia. Their totals 40 and a half. I'm going under, and I'm going first half under 20 and a half. I think that is a disgusting game, especially without Pitt star running back. So put that on my card. Probably a unit on each of those. Total under, 44, under 40 and a half, and then first half under 20 and a half. That's all I'm on right now.
0: I don't hate that Pitt game. Is Virginia kind of, you know, getting in their stride a little bit? I mean, they put up points on Carolina.
2: They haven't scored more than 20 points in a game all year until they played Carolina, except week one versus Richmond, but that doesn't count. But they scored 28 on Carolina. I don't think that carries over to Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. Give me the under. I think it's like a 10 to 17 game at the most.
0: Perfect. Great. give me your card.
3: All right, I'm riding with you guys, or at least you, Carter, on the uh, prop bet for the Wake Forest game um texas first half will probably be my play in the college football parlay but um riding with the hogs with you guys as well and then riding with bama minus 12 against Ole miss and then i'm missing one of the last ones we oh baylor baylor minus two and a half that's my card very short sweet simple
1: Dylan, all right bear with me kent state minus two and a half northern illinois western michigan under 49 and a half uh, Navy plus 16 and a half, Arkansas plus three, Illinois minus six and a half, uh, James Madison, Old Dominion under 46 and a half, Louisville plus seven, Northwestern Minnesota under 41, Arizona State, plus seven
0: <laughs>
1: Arizona State plus seven and a half. Love this one. My second favorite play of the week, Mississippi State plus 16 and a half against ah, Georgia. You stole it. You stole it from me. Major letdown spot. Major letdown oh, spot for you Georgia. You stole it from me. And they have Kentucky next week. just saying. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line there. Georgia could very well lose this game. Mm. Baylor minus two and a half. North Carolina Wake Forest under 77. Texas minus seven. Arizona UCLA over 77 and a half. Oh, my gosh. I told myself I was done with college football overs, but I like that one too much. We'll see how this treats me.
0: That's wild, though. Holy card. Uh, yeah. I told myself I was gonna limit myself to five plays, you know, keep it down. Uh, that's a lie because I'm forced to take <laughs> this uh, this wake UNC under. So I have to combat that with two plays to two to three plays to make sure I, you know, <laughs> get my money, get you know, get my wins back, as they say. It's so, gonna so, suck uh, when
2: it's 35 31
0: at halftime of that game. hmm <laughs> It's gonna be painful at, at the end of the first quarter. And we're going to halftime here. It's or first end of the first quarter. 21. 21.
2: Drake May and Sam Hartman combined for 700
0: yards. Yeah, it's gonna be like that Baker Pat Mahomes game. Anyhow, <laughs> my picks: Texas minus seven, Texas first half minus four. Got a ride with the crew. Uh, Wake, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy the hook. Take it down to minus three. I don't like three and a half. To, give me minus three on there. Uh, At Perry props every which way. I'm gonna be taking receptions, y- mainly yards. Yards is my favorite one. Uh, yards. I'm gonna do the alternate line too if I'm able to, and then uh, I will do touchdowns as well uh arkansas plus three baylor minus two and a half mississippi state i i i got i i bought the half point at plus 17 i mean i think it hits either way i'm not too concerned i would take it anywhere down to 14 i think they keep it within two touchdowns uh i love mississippi state for every reason dylan mentioned i have them on the card that was the first thing i wrote down this week i saw that line massive letdown spot this mississippi state team isn't as bad as some of their scores have been and some of their games have been. And this is a classic where Georgia did kind of like the Missouri game, where if Georgia doesn't get up for a game, they can put themselves in a very, very bad spot. They get up for a game. They're obviously like Oregon, like, uh, like Tennessee, they're going to just come out, stomp on your throats early uh, I don't like going against Georgia, but I think this is the best spot to go against Georgia. And then I have to take Wake UNC under 77. Rest in peace to me. And then uh, rest in peace to the undefeated record for the
1: uh, for the over under bet. I'm sorry, Dylan. It's, I'm sorry. That's what the haters like to say. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I, think I, it would come from within the podcast. I thought it'd be you know uh, a comment online. But I hate
0: on it every week and it still hits. So like, let's just keep this string going. The quest for six uh, and zero. All right, and then I have a uh, request. I need a play in NC State, Boston College. NC State's Mm. minus 19 and over-unders 42 and a half.
2: (laughs) Okay, I got one for you that I like. Over, over. Already. Well, maybe, no. I like (laughs) NC State first half half minus 10. Ooh. I think they come out fired up, hot. I don't know if they'll cover the, the numbers like 19 and a half, 20 right now. I think NC State first half minus 10, at least a push at least a push. Oh,
3: hmm.
0: I don't think that. All right. We'll put that in the tickler file. <laughs> I think over might be the play. Yeah. I don't, I don't think this, this NC state quarterbacks that bad. I don't think so either. He, the third stringer, he's actually not bad at all. I don't think he's that bad. I think Devin Leary was getting a little too much hype.
2: Oh my gosh. I was, ugh. people were saying NC state college football playoff before the year. Give me a break on that. Hey hey, 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 don't don't hate it on our guy Big Game Boomer.
1: Oh, I would never. Oh, I'll hate on him. He's the biggest Michigan hater since Brandon Walker last year. I'll hate it <laughs> if he's listening. I hate, I hate you, Big Game Boomer.
3: Since <laughs> Brandon
0: Walker last year, I'll send, I'll, I'll clip that and send it to him. Uh, real quick before we move on to the NFL, I did want to say I'm going to have you guys sat, early Saturday morning, late Friday night, send me your entire cart, and I'm going to put it into one blog on Cartercast.com. We'll put it all there, put unit sizes and everything.
3: Oh,
2: okay. Like I you. thought about I thought about that. I thought about like we should make a little section on the website that like tracks our picks mm-hmm. and how much we're up or whatever.
0: Yeah, so I'm it, gonna get that started. We're gonna start off with the blogs. If it's you know people like it, then we're gonna keep it going. Make it its own tab on the website. We'll get it worked
3: out. We
1: could do and like any, a competition, like whoever's up the most units at the end of the season. I don't know. We, you know, we got time to think of it.
3: But some some people we are how some people we are, replace like a you know BYU money line bet in the middle of the game plus three thirty.
1: Uh, you're
2: right. You know live I mean, bet.
3: I, mean, li- I think live bets can't count. Boys, that's where I make my bread and butter, bro. I'm <laughs>
2: Some are I saying know. we shouldn't track college football bets after what happened last weekend, but I, you know. <laughs> no, dude, we're due for uh, like a
0: beautiful, I, I feel this might be the week where, you know, college football goes just insanely well. and Then we give it back on Sunday.
1: Yep. No, I hope not.
0: We're due for one of those too. We are so due for one of those. All right, let's move on to the NFL. All right, let me just, you're fine. I can edit it all out. We'll uh,
2: I was going to say, y'all have your picks. I'm still a little,
0: I'm, I'm between. Oh, no, I got mine, the, baby. All right. Let's do the, and let's do the uh, college football podcast parlay. Dylan, you have your pick. I don't know if anybody else does. Maybe Grant. Let's see. Dylan, give up. us your pick.
1: Baylor minus two and a half.
3: Oh. Grant, you uh, got X. Mine is any, whatever the number is of Texas' first half, bro. I'm going back <laughs> to the well, boys. Just like dealing with his unders, bro. I'm going back to what works, what, what made us money in this parlay. So I'm going back to Texas, whatever first half is against TCU.
0: I'm going to go Mississippi State plus
2: 17. I love it. Oh, this love is it. a – out of principle, I like Illinois, Purdue over 44, but out of principle, I think I'm going to stick with ACC here. Guys, I'm not going to lie. Tell me which one you like better because I'm looking at Pittsburgh, UVA, first half, under 20 and a half. Mm. Okay, well, what's the other one? The other one was Purdue, Illinois, over 44. I kind of mm. like the Purdue, Illinois one a little more. Really? Dylan, you have three t- three right. touchdowns. I I is do.
0: Very easy. Three touchdowns is not a lot. Do you like Purdue Illinois more?
2: Yeah. And I think the pit
0: running back might play. There's a, there's a chance he might play.
2: He might score three in I the first agree. half if he plays. All right, we'll and- go Purdue Illinois over 44. All right, there it is. And
0: Fuck then it. also, let me write this down real quick. But while I'm talking, we're recording on Tuesday, so our I think our picks can be excused this week. A lot can change from Tuesday to Saturday and Sunday
2: so mm-hmm. we're we're at a disadvantage this week, but no excuses here no excuses no when, when you're as good as when you're sharp as we are, sometimes you just have to put yourself at a disadvantage just to like keep it interesting you know like, it <laughs> yeah. gets boring being so profitable. We have to handicap our handicap okay <laughs> you said 44 and a half I think it's just 44 on the dot 44
0: okay
1: guys Perfect. keep going I'll be right back
0: All righty getting this in Grant it is Texas first half minus four Beautiful.
2: I feel, like I, I feel like I've seen that pick in the parlay a few times this year, and it is oh, it.
3: It is it. Really, it's so spicy every time, bro. That minus four line, I'll take it all day, bro. All righty. That is the college football CarterCast
0: parlay. It is Purdue, Illinois, over 44. Texas, first half, minus four against TCU. Mississippi state plus 16 and a half against Georgia and then Baylor minus two and a half against Kansas state. We are running out of time. We need to hit this ASAP or else we are going to finish negative units on the air. <laughs> we, we, we're due. <laughs> we're due. It's, it, this is week 11. This is week 11. So we have one more week until it is no longer possible to be positive units. Do you believe in miracles? do I you do believe in miracles i do look at you want you a football game last week so miracles are possible
3: miracles on the smurf turf too bro
0: mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. let's uh we'll move on to nfl all right let's talk about the nfl before we get into this week's picks and previews and all that let's talk about the new york jets the new york jets are legit man <laughs> there we go we got great awake now Zach Wilson is not that bad. We said on the last podcast, rest in, peace, rest in peace, Grant. He wasn't able to be on it. We said as long as Zach Wilson throws less than two picks, he can throw one. As long as he doesn't throw two picks, the Jets are going to win football games.
3: 100%, bro. The the rest of, okay. Let me just state right now, boys, the Jets have gonna a top – I'm going to mute my mic. I'm going to mute my mic. Have a top what defense? They have a top maybe three? For sure, probably three. Top three defense, right? you could probably argue when Buffalo's healthy, they're probably number one. Denver's right up there as well, but Jets are right there, man. And you could argue the best defense um, to me. And I would, I would a hundred percent, like I could see it. I could see the argument for sure. Jets are unbelievable on defense. They have talent top to bottom. Like we've talked about it. Defensive line, linebacker corners. Sauce Gardner is legitimate pro bowl candidate already as a rookie. Like I think if they did redraft him now, I don't see how he doesn't go number one overall. He's an actual franchise changing player. When it, when you're considering a cornerback at that the position, like he's just playing that good. He's a top three cornerback right now. Like we're well, we creating all the stats, everything bags it up.
1: Speaking of defensive players, I want to I want to throw in there because you are the world's number one Michigan fan. I think you have 100%. to have Aiden Hutchinson in that conversation. He's playing a less glamorous spot, but that, 100. That's
3: still the argument I've heard. I've only heard Aiden Hutchinson or him. Like basically, if you redrafted draft to now, one of those two would definitely go number one overall, which is insane. That's awesome, man. Like. But if you get the cornerback after Stingley already went and he's playing that well, it is pretty impressive. So I would not be mad at all to hear that Aiden Hutchinson would would go number one one overall if we redrafted it now. But I'm telling you, I could see the argument for sauce one or two. So very impressive. Defense is unbelievable, man. Like, here's the deal. Zach Wilson's learning and they have the right formula. You got to run the football. You got to play ball control, get the ball out of Josh Allen's hand, which they did great. And then they blitz Josh Allen. This is crazy, y'all the second least amount in his entire career as an NFL quarterback, which means they basically just allowed trust their guys up front to get pressure, which they did. They got five sacks and I think 15 pressures. I think what it was. So five sacks, 15 pressures, not blitzing whatsoever in the entire game at all, which to me is the true pure defense, right? Because that's where you don't get burned. That's where you don't like, you know, because if you blitz at the wrong time, they run a screen or they run a certain play, you are going to get burned. So if you're able to get pressure and you're able to get sacks without even having to bring extra help, it's a dangerous defense. That's honestly what is a good recipe against Patrick Mahomes, right? That's what that's how he lost the Super Bowl to the Buccaneers, right? they didn't have to blitz. They're able to get pressure up front. So if you can do that to these top tier quarterbacks, you can kind of stay in any game. Now the million dollar question is whether Zach Wilson can continue to play at that level compared to the New England level, right? You have you have right. very, very stark contrast play. I think it's more indicative the what he did in the Buffalo game because if you look at Denver zero picks, Green Bay zero picks, uh, Miami zero picks, like most of the games he's played, zero picks right outside of the New, new England game and of course the uh, Pittsburgh game, but he still came back and won that game. so um, he's taking care of the football, they're running the ball effectively, which is pretty crazy with how many injuries they've had in the offensive line. Shout this out Michael Carter.
2: Good.
3: yeah this team's yeah Michael Carter's legit man Carter's awesome. and, and James Robinson was a huge addition, so look yes they're good I don't think they're you know top whatever defense the power can just came out i saw they're like eighth. that's probably about where they're at they are a legitimate playoff team this year which is crazy to think that we're saying that at this point in the year but they are i don't think they're anything near like we're going to be at the NC championship game but at least to say like this year they're ahead of schedule to me they remind me of like the braves uh, last year um when they were just ahead of schedule they are kind of that team that caught fire just a team that's like a young team rebuilding but they're they're ahead of schedule it just depends on if zach can play that you know stabilizing role, not make too many mistakes and continue to play, but he's playing well, man. He's doing what they're asking him to do. I'm impressed.
0: And that was Grant's Jets minute. There we go. That's what, that's what we, <laughs> so, there we go.
3: He's back, Jets baby.
2: Uh, J-E-T-S. Uh,
3: Sorry.
0: Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's talk football Thursday night. Maybe, maybe the greatest show on turf, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers, the Falcons minus three over under 44. Why are the Carolina Panthers going to win this game?
2: Defense. If it, I mean, we Luther- gave up 42 points True. against the Bengals.
0: True. I don't know about it's, defense
2: anymore. It's Joe Burrow, not Mario it's, it's Mariota, not Joe Burrow, though. I don't know. Yeah, Mariota Mar- 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 put up 34 on us. I was going to bring up that game. I just – the Panthers won't lose to them twice, right? No way.
1: I, I will say it is very difficult to beat the same team twice in a year. I, I'm on the Falcons. Uh, I got the Falcons minus one and a half last week. I would not take them at three just for the point that you had just brought up. These divisional games, it is just
2: extremely difficult to beat a team twice. It is. And that's why, like, Carter, you mentioned the weather before. If it rains, like, I might not do this. I kind of like the over here. Weirdly enough, it's 43 and a half. P.J. Walker's starting again, but the Falcons aren't anything to boast about. The Obviously, the over skyrocketed the last time they played in Atlanta. I don't hate the over here. I probably won't take the Panthers plus three just because that's disgusting, but I kind of like the over.
0: I'm staying away. I'm not going to. You're
3: it's not going to play, Carter. Are you kidding me? Carter. No. <sighs> Come on. No. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons, boys. I'll, I'll be the person that helps you guys win, bro. I'll take the Falcons. You we don't want to win. No, 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 no. Bet the, Fal- <laughs> bet
0: the Panthers, please. We do not want to win. No. The best thing that ha- Secretly, as as painful as it was in the moment, the best thing that happened to the Carolina Panthers was losing that game against the Atlanta Falcons because that might give us Bryce Young. The biggest, possibly the biggest game besides the Super Bowls and Panther history might be on Christmas Eve. Who do we play on Christmas Eve? You ask, Tank Panthers off. at home to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the biggest oh, ho, ho. game for the Is Panthers' it a future. the Lions
3: are going to take a quarterback in the draft, though?
0: They should. They will.
3: Would they? They love yes. Will Levis. Wait. So they're done with golf. I think they would move on from golf. Yeah. But their offense is not the issue of that team.
0: Yeah, it's pretty Very bad true. right
3: now. That's the, that's just true. Their defense is atrocious, bro. They I, I a think a defense, lot bro. of I think a lot
0: of that team is atrocious. To be honest, what
3: what, what teams are actually guaranteed to get quarterback for sure? Panthers, right? Texans. Texans, yeah. I think they're pretty probably done with Davis Mills. I think I the think Falcons I do. Don't,
0: I don't think the Lions are like guaranteed.
3: What's up? What was I said Desmond Ritter? No, no love for Desmond Ritter. No, I guess
1: you're <laughs> right. I didn't think about that. You're right. I'm
3: just but saying it, yeah, maybe.
0: Desmond Ritter and Kellen Mond are like the same thing to me. Like there's gonna <laughs> be <laughs> backups until they're not. Uh <laughs> but I think you're also right. Like I think if Will Anderson is sitting there for the Lions, I think like the Lions take him. But the other thing you have to think about, Dan Campbell actually might be on the hot seat a little bit. I think mm. he might have to go quarterback. Him and the GM might have to go quarterback to save their
3: jobs. Interesting. I mean, that's probably a hot take, right? Like the quarterback is a sexy pick to get everyone like calm, calm your tits. Like, give me two more years of <laughs> this guy to see if he's the guy. Like it's yeah, Will
2: Levis. He'll, it's he'll almost be, like a reset. He'll be a coach. great Detroit Lion. Please yeah. somebody else take Will Levis and just do not let him be there at the Panthers pick. Cause I, I can't, <laughs> I just can't.
3: I would, so re- I am mean, for sure. Texas, for sure. That's probably of the teams I, that are taking right now. Guaranteed, huh?
0: Cause I think, I don't think anybody out, out, beats the Texans lions and Panthers on a tankathon I don't think so either. You may say the Colts, the Colts are in the
2: conversation. They're going to go yeah. quarterback. Shout out yeah. Jeff Saturday. I, that was yeah. out of left field. That was what, out of left field.
3: What do you don't think about Green Bay? you think they actually – I know they still have um, – what's his Jordan name? Love. Love. Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love. Do you think they go quarterback as well, or do you think they're just like, we're just going to ride with Jordan Love and see what happens? <laughs> We've already had him. I don't think
2: they go quarterback. quarterback. They're paying Rogers $50 million. They better ride with him. But I think he's done this year, right? <sighs> I don't know about that. We'll see. All right, before – we'll move on to some games, but then real
0: quick. Doesn't Will Levis seem like an Indianapolis Colt? Oh, yeah.
1: Probably. Oh, he'd look beautiful in that blue.
3: Oh, He, for sure he'd look, he would
1: look great. <laughs> yeah, Dylan would love that in his division. He doesn't even have to change uniforms. He just has to change the letters. He can keep the same <laughs> one, just change the letters on it.
3: Exactly.
0: Isn't Lexington like only a couple hours from Indianapolis, or am I getting my Midwest wrong? That's eh,
1: probably three, three or four. It's not bad.
0: Uh, not too far. Not bad. All right, moving on. The Seattle Seahawks. I love this Seattle team, by the way. I absolutely love watching the Seattle team. They're fun to watch. They are Our, uh, big Geno guy. Uh, Seattle at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's minus two and a half over under forty four and a half. I'll let Grant start with this one.
3: I like Seattle, man. I like taking Seattle and almost and and, and like keeping the hot hand, man. Like I don't know if I hand like. Up, this hand up, hand up,
0: hand up. I apologize. This game is in Munich. This game is in Munich. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. not in Tampa. It is a seven thirty or a nine thirty Eastern kickoff in Germany. Church That's game. True. It's a Germany Church game. game? Yeah, yeah, Germany game this year.
3: What the hell? <laughs> That's wild, bro. That's true. so I'm that German- changes
0: that changes things a little bit. Gino, Germany kind of sounds a little similar.
3: <laughs> well, I think he likes Germans, bro. Um. For straws once,
0: once now. Again, Carter, one more time. it was the, the the line
3: yeah they're plus two and a half right
0: yeah seahawks are plus two and a half over under 44 and a half
3: if i'm gonna bet it i'm not betting the spread but i'm gonna bet the over 44 and a half that's exactly
0: what i was gonna say i think the overs the play here
3: i, I agree with that you know can score Uh Bundesliga
0: scores a lot of goals, a lot of games. The over under in Bundesliga games are usually like three and a half goals. That's a lot for soccer. I that goals points are
2: scored in Germany. It's a fast country, fast field. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A lot of goals. Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. Um, anyways, I kind of like the over as well. I kind of lean Tampa here, though. Like I that was a gross, gross game against the Rams. But eventually Tampa's offense has to wake up, right? No, no, they don't. I, I think they might. I think they might. I kind of lean Tampa here. I'm not going to lie. I don't really have like any data numbers. It's just kind of gut feeling.
3: Do you know, like Tom Brady this year, though? Just throwing that out there.
1: I like Tampa here, too. I got it at minus one and a half last week. I would still take it at two and a half. I, I don't know if I'm feeling the over with you guys. I think that Tampa Bay's pass defense actually isn't, isn't that bad, and that's really the – I guess they could get Kenneth Walker going, but even oh, with yeah, the run baby. attack. Even with the a run anytime attack.
0: touchdown king right now,
1: yeah, yeah. As much as I hate to say it, you're right.
2: My fancy savior. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I'm with Connor. I would lean Tampa Bay. I have it at a better number. Uh, I would still lean it though at two and a half.
2: I, I think I'm going to take a unit on Tampa at minus two and a half. The more the more I think about it, the more I think Tom Brady and the, that offense does bounce back this week.
0: Nice. I don't want to I don't want to go against my dog Gino, dude. Gino's won me so much this year. Mm-hmm. I've been. I feel like I'm on the Seahawks every every time I'm on the Seahawks. I'm on the right side. I he's good. He's genuinely good. I like. Is he a he top is. ten quarterback? Top ten this
3: year. 100%. He didn't call back. Yes. Top he is. five quarterback this year. He's legit. Mm. Mm. Top is, he, is,
0: is Geno top Smith a top five quarterback in the NFL this year? Yes or no? No. I don't. I think five's
2: pushing it. I think five's pushing it. Give me five. Team All baby. right,
3: I can Mahomes,
2: see Mahomes, Josh Allen, yep, Jalen Hurts, Hurts, I would say Hurts, yep. Kirk yep. Cousins, I would put above him. I hate to say mm-hmm. it, yep. For Kirk sure. Cousins, I would put above him. For sure.
0: This year, I don't. I think they're pretty comparable this year.
2: <sighs> Joe, I would put Joe Burrow.
3: Oh, Joe Burrow is having a good year. Could be for sure.
1: I would. Mm.
3: I wouldn't put him above Herbert had this year. Kind a disappointing year. year this year, yeah.
2: I thought about
1: Herbert. I, I guess I wouldn't do that. I thought about
2: Herbert as well. I also thought Tua. Oh, oh yeah, I put Tua above. Sure. Her. I think, think Tua is above. him. Top, top seven, top eight. That's not bad. Anybody above that? Zach Wilson, Danny Dimes. I was gonna say Danny Dimes. I was gonna because Giants are pretty good, but like he's been okay. He's been serviceable.
0: Justin Fields of, of the last two weeks. Ohio State legend. Ohio State, maybe the,
1: you know. Please. What? What? <laughs> I saw, I saw, this is no joke. I saw somebody on Twitter today say that uh, claim Joe, like an Ohio State guy claim Joe Burrow. Uh, you okay. can't do that.
2: You can't. You can't
1: do
2: that. I agree. You can't. Kind of off topic, but that Especially me since he today. won a natty with LSU, you especially can't do it after that. Yes. 100%. Okay. We've talked
0: too much about Geno Smith. Moving on the weirdest line of the week because nobody knows about Josh Allen's elbow. It is Buffalo minus five and a half at home against. The seven and one Minnesota Vikings Mm -hmm. over unders 45 and a half. I feel like you have to still take the Vikings right now, as long as this line keeps going down. If Case Keenum starts, it's going to be a pickup. Yep. Maybe, I mean, maybe even Bills minus or the Vikings minus two.
3: I don't think there's a more um, reliant offense on their quarterback than the Buffalo Bills. The reason why is because not only is he unbelievable in the passing game, he is their lead rusher almost every game in like every statistical category. Like he was the only reason they scored points was because they scored two rushing touchdowns against the Jets. He literally willed himself into the end zone. Other than that, he had zero passing touchdowns. So you're talking about taking away your best passing, obviously your quarterback, but on top of that, you're taking away like your rushing game, your ability. to best rusher. Yeah. That's crazy. Like you have James Cook and like some, you know, some of these pieces, but. They haven't proven to be the dude yet. So if he's out, I'm loving our <laughs> line even more. And I only got it plus seven. I don't know what you guys got it. At. I think you guys got a little bit better than me, but I got it at plus seven. I'm happy with it. Here's the
2: thing about Buffalo. If Josh Allen doesn't play, they don't have a running game outside of him. Singletary, nothing to write home about. They got Naheem Hines. It's still more of, that's more of a third down back, catch it out of the backfield on the screen. They'll just bottle up the, they can just only have to try to bottle up the run. They're going to make Case Keenum throw it if he does start. And Case Keenum's no slouch. I just don't see it though. I think the Vikings are playing too well right now, especially if Josh Al- Josh Allen's out. I think it's worth a take on the Vikings plus
3: six or whatever is at right
2: now. Even if Josh Allen plays, I don't hate that play.
3: Even honestly. if he plays, a hundred percent because if, if the Vikings' strength is a running game, which you know, I guess you could argue either, but like they can run the ball, and like if you're talking about running the ball, like we've seen the past two weeks that the Bills are susceptible to the run. If you can just keep the ball out of take the ball of Josh Allen's hands, like you can injuries stand- in the
2: secondary too for Buffalo. Yeah yeah under under
0: m
1: m m under
2: it's con- a yeah, question yeah, it's mark
0: under question mark
1: i could see a defensive touchdown being scored here by any of the teams especially if case Keenum plays i think the vikings are capable of do it doing it and the bills are capable of doing it regardless
0: if case yeah. Keenum plays do you genuinely think this offense this bills offense can score 20 plus i don't i don't think that's possible those are the number 1 scoring defense
1: though yeah, I don't know. Case Keenum, Case Keenum is a big drop off from Josh Allen, but he's not some new guy that has not right. been in the league already. I mean, he played right. for the Vikings. You know, he he played during the Minneapolis Miracle, didn't he? Or sometime around there when mm-hmm. everybody and their mother was injured. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. In my opinion, this is if you like the Vikings, I would take him now just in case the jo- like if Josh Allen news comes out where he is playing. You're, uh, I don't know. This one's tough. It's always tough when you have injuries up
3: in the air. Yep
0: especially on a Tuesday when we're recording this. I'll yeah, this I think a be better
3: yeah, if we Even recording
0: am We're all on the same line here. I think you take the Vikings now if you're listening and it's still like plus five and a half, plus six. I don't think the line moves too much. Like even if Josh Allen announces he's playing, he's still not going to be 100%. I don't think that line still goes past seven or eight. No. I don't think it pushes past seven. So I think I you're think in a so safe spot with six. If Case Keenum starts, this line's going down to a pickup. And then you can middle it and have a great day. There you go. I don't hate that. This that, will be think, an interesting game. I think we figured out Vegas. There we go. Let's move on. <laughs> this is an interesting game. The Detroit Lions on the road against the Chicago Bears. Bears minus two and a half over under 48 and a half.
1: I lean over here. I, I got it at like 46 and a half or 47 and a half. Uh, but even at 48 and a half. Justin Fields, as much as I hate to say it, he's actually looked competent these last two weeks. And the Lions' defense can't stop anybody.
2: They stopped Aaron Rodgers in that that very high volume Packers offense, right? I'll of course. Packers
3: are awful this year. I <laughs> say
2: I think I think they may have stopped themselves. Yeah, yeah, stuck. that that was rough. Those picks in the end zone, oof. I love that's the over. Not like him. No, it's not. God. I love the over. Lions games have. Been,
0: I mean, obviously, Lions and Dolphins exploded. Uh, Lions are going to come back. This Bears defense is terrible. We saw – mm-hmm. especially without Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. they can't get – I mean, they can't stop anything. And I think Jared Goff I, – I know it burned me last week. It burned me so bad. Jamal Williams' first touchdown, anytime touchdown. I <laughs> bounce hurt. back, though. I bounce back, though, with Cooper Cup. Shout out. Yep. Uh, I like Jamal Williams' anytime touchdown here. DeAndre Swift is going to play a lot more, which makes me like Jamal Williams a lot more to score a touchdown. The more DeAndre Swift plays, the better Jamal
2: Williams is. It's the weirdest thing, but it's true. It's because he's they don't have to, you know, play him every like an every down back. They can give it to him at the goal line twice in a row and be confident he's gonna rush it in. The more y'all talk about the over, I kind of I kind of agree with that because Justin Fields, like y'all said, has looked confident so far in the last couple of weeks. This Detroit defense isn't anything to write home about. 48 and a half. I mean, I could easily see this game being a 31 to 24 game. And that's over the total. That's way over the total. So I I don't hate the overall. I'll probably end up putting a unit on it. I don't think I'll go heavy on it like I did the Dolphins game last week, but I like the over.
0: Last few weeks, I've been hitting these overs. There's one big over that I like every week. It's my biggest play of the week. I'm not ready to announce this is my biggest play of the week. It is the one that, you know, tickled me the most. Because last week we had Dolphins-Bears. The week before that, I think it was Dolphins-Lions. We'll talk about the Dolphins the next game, but Dolphins overs are free money.
1: No defense and a great offense.
0: hmm But uh, I'm, I'm, we're putting the Lions Bears in the tickler file for best bet this week. Uh, let's move on. Cleveland at Miami. Miami minus mm. three and a half. Over under 48 and a half.
2: I like the Browns here. Watson's not back yet, right? That's next week?
0: Yeah, we, uh, against the Texans.
2: Okay. So he's not back yet.
0: You like the Browns? Really? I like the Browns here. I think they're going to run all over this team. Uh, I think they I. Th- I think they're just going to run all over them. The Browns are going to control the clock. The Browns are going to have forty minutes of possession.
2: That's what scares me about the over. You said the Dolphins overs are free money this time. Of that's possession. why. That's and, why
0: I'm staying away from it this week.
2: Yeah, it, it, it kind of scares me. It's a little juiced right now on FanDuel. It's minus one fifteen. People are hitting the over. I don't. I don't really like it. I don't think the Dolphins will have the ball as much as they did last week. I think the Browns are going to drain the clock, like you said. I'm probably just going to stay away from this game completely.
1: I'm I'm on the over here uh, at 47 and a half. I, I it makes me a little nervous because I am thinking about your guys' logic and you guys make sense. The Browns can can hold time possession for seven eight minutes of drive and it's one of the most frustrating things if you have the over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then but, they'll kick a field goal. Uh, yeah, and then K, or Cade York will miss it. I mean, yeah. it, oh, yep. it's crazy. So, not against the Panthers though.
2: Of course not. Not
1: this <laughs> thing. Um, I'm on the over. You guys kind of scared me, but there's nothing nothing I can do about it now.
3: I don't think it's, it's a bad play, but I, I probably right. should stay away. is a stay away game for me, boys. It's nice. a Jets divisional game, so I want the Browns to win, but I just, yeah, it's hard for me to bet the Browns in this win, so I'm staying this one away.
0: The Houston Texans at the New York Giants. Giants minus mm. 6.5, over-under is
1: 40.5. Going to be a gross game. I kind of lean the Texans here. Same, same. This is the game I got slated for. I am 100% going to be giving out Saquon Barkley over rushing yards. I'm just going to keep doing it against this Texans team because they cannot stop any running back that they face. Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown. And
0: I'm going to double down. I'm going to do a little Danny Dines anytime touchdown too.
1: Ooh, okay. Okay. His odds
0: are like plus like 260, sometimes 250. I think like as long as one of them hits, you're fine. I think you can easily hit both of those. You might even – it might even be worth like putting three units on Saquon anytime – One on Daniel Jones and then one on Saquon Barkley to score two touchdowns.
2: I think you'll come out if you if you play those numbers, you'll probably come out with a pretty good profit against this Texas defense. I don't hate that at all. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't because either Saquon scored anything, either Saquon scoring twice or they're each scoring one. I think.
0: I mean, Miles Sanders was running all over them. Miles Sanders.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like that. I like that play, Dylan. I, I'm I'm gonna stay away from the spread and the total here, but uh, I love the props here. I love the anytime plus challenge. I, I love Barkley yards. What do you think it'll be at? Just shot the mark. Oh,
1: I would have to imagine it's gonna be at like 84 and a half. Oh, and I love that. that. I love I have that. To, yeah. Imagine
0: anything under 100, I'd love it. Yeah. Yep.
3: I do kind of like yeah. the Texans plus six and a half though. Like with you, Carter, we've been fading the Giants uh, a lot this year. It's not been too profitable, but. I don't hate that play for some reason, bro. I kind of like that. Um, they are coming off the bye, though, right? They are coming off the bye. Yeah. yeah, at home. Um, yeah, I might run a half unit with you on the Texans uh, spread, but definitely Barkley, uh, you know, prop plays. I love it.
1: I'm going right. to wait until it gets – I'm going to wait to see if it gets to seven. If it gets to seven, I'll definitely take the Texans. I just, Daniel Jones – the Giants are a fine team. Daniel Jones can't pull away like that. He can't mm-hmm. – and I understand this Texans team is bad, but –
2: I'll be on the Texans if he gets to seven. Shout out Davis Mills under passing yards, by the way. I just want to. Yes. Yes. Mm. New Orleans at Pittsburgh, New Orleans minus two and a
0: half over under 40 and a half. Stay away. Absolute stay away. Get me out of this game. <laughs> I'm on the Saints. It seems too easy me to be too. on the Saints. That's why me I'm too. a little, I'm a little wary of the Saints. I do kind of like it's a bounce back spot. Get me away from this.
2: I don't want to touch this game. I feel like whatever I pick them on the wrong side. The game last night makes you like the Saints even more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. think Mike Tom was just trying to get Kenny Pickett reps at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Doing I read your article, great article by the way. <laughs> <Thank> um <you. laughs> I, Even before I read that though, I was already eyeing this game. I think I think they do win by at least a field goal. I really think they do. This Saints this Saints team is not as bad as they looked last night. I think Andy Dalton can can beat Pittsburgh.
3: That that's all I got to say.
1: I'm with you. I like the Saints here.
3: I'm staying away. I'm with Carter on this one. This is like a weird trap rat line, bro. I don't like. I'm it. not proud of it. I'm not proud of it, but I like I like, this. I like the Saints.
0: I'm gonna stay away. Also, Pittsburgh is kind of in the tankathon, you know. Yeah. You know, but I don't think they go quarterback. So I think we're kind of safe no. there. I think they're gonna roll a picket one more year. Uh, uh, Denver at Tennessee. Tennessee minus three over under thirty nine.
2: Yeah. Gross game. I think Denver's kind of back though. I think not back back, but like half back. Like they might be half back. Half back is Malik up. Willis
0: gonna play again? Because Malik Willis is playing. I'm I'm going all in on the Broncos money line.
3: Yeah, I'm a hammer Broncos. I think <laughs> I, I am here, too.
1: Here's my hypothesis. I'm on Broncos plus three. This is. Let me give you a couple reasons here. Number one, it's That's huge you, sandwich spot for Titans. We had Chiefs on Sunday night football. Next week we have at Packers on Thursday night football. So we're sandwiched in between two big games. I'm thinking that Ryan Tannehill has a high ankle sprain, which means he's going to be out four to six weeks, back dating two weeks. So he's going to be out at least two or four, two to four more weeks. The Titans defense was on that field almost the whole game Sunday. They're going to be exhausted against the Broncos. And I don't see a world where if Malik Willis is a quarterback and our defense is tired, even though it made huge strides against Kansas City Sunday night, that the Titans win this game by more than three.
2: Dylan, did Derek Henry look a little tired to you in the second half? Because they they really didn't use him as much. Well, he probably, he is. Cast, he which,
1: probably is. He probably is. That's should, all we can do with when, when Malik Willis is there. And I'm going to go on the record as well. I'm not anti-Malik Willis. He's going to be good. The fact that there's a quarterback that can scramble now and can escape the pocket and we can run legitimate options and he can keep the ball is great. He has no one to throw to.
2: He has it no one. It's amazing. I've I've honestly never seen a team for this many years in a row just ride somebody like they ride Derrick Henry. It's actually crazy. Which they and, should, but like it, at the end of the day, like he's gonna get tired.
1: It's gonna go down in flames too. He's gonna get an injury. We saw a glimpse of it last year, and then Todd we're Gurley. Gonna be, we're gonna be left with nothing. I mean, Tannehill, an average quarterback, and uh uh, bad receiving core. Yep. Uh, apparently, maybe a decent defense. I, I don't know what happened Sunday night, but. Yeah, I'm on the Broncos here, plus three. I, I like it. I don't trust Denver's offense, but I really don't trust
3: the Titans anything
1: right now. Right. Broncos
0: plus three, put it in for me.
1: Yeah,
3: that, I might that, sprinkle the money line. Denver defense is nasty, boys. To have mm-hmm. a league go scope against that defense is just like... Honestly, is, and then you bring right now, an injured fair.
0: Ryan Tannehill, people are going to be
2: overreacting to him coming back. I think this is all the Broncos. I think the
0: Jaguars yeah. might have been a get-right game for the Broncos.
2: I kind of agree with that. And here's the thing that I might – I don't know yet. I haven't decided. I need to look more into it. I might sprinkle a little Denver, like, alternate line minus something crazy, like minus six and a half. I don't know. Something crazy like that. Like, I legitimately think they could win by a score more. Can can we –
1: talking about the Jaguars real quick, can we work on a a working hypothesis that London might actually be Broncos country? (laughs) (laughs) I mean – It's interesting.
3: I
2: mean, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. That might have been a get-right game.
0: Maybe the Broncos should just play home games in London. All right, let's move on. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City minus nine and a half. Over under 50 and a half. Mm.
1: I kind of like this over. Give me the Jags. Like the Chiefs cannot cover these big spreads. They proved it again on Sunday night. If they if they cannot cover the spread with Malik Willis at quarterback, who I mean, what's going on here? and i can't remember the stat that i gave on twitter but this is another time that they're a touchdown or more favorite and they're they're not covering a lot i would buy, i would pay i would buy the half point get it to 10 yeah i'm going to wait to 10 for sure if it, hopefully it gets there and i'll take it but who man yeah, you can't I, trust the chiefs here
0: i think i'm on the jags here too i'm going to take the over in the and the over and the jags i think this i think this game is going to be 31 like 23 weird score like that hmm. i think it's going to be 31 23 I think Chiefs roll early. Chiefs' first half might be a decent play, and then, like, Jags' full game. I think it's going to be, like, 24 to, like, three at halftime, and the Jags just start scoring garbage points. We saw them come back against the Raiders. I think Mm -hmm. we kind of see a similar path in this game as well. I don't think they win this game, but I do think they cover the spread, and I do think there's going to be a lot of points. Give me over 50 and a half.
2: I don't hate that at all. I, I personally am probably going to stay away. I, I may take the Jags if it gets to plus 10, or I might end up buying the hook. But as of right now, I think I'm going to stay away from this. Just because betting against the Chiefs is scary. Takes a lot out of you. Betting that under. We went to war. We went to war against I, that under. I, I, I was
0: a fallen soldier. I couldn't even make it through the game. I had a migraine. I died. Carter's out there second,
2: with dysentery. That second half was gross, and that's exactly what we needed. This is exactly what we needed.
3: I was Bubba Gump.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, oh <my> God. <laughs> i'm with you uh, connor bro i'm taking with connor this is a stay away game for me man keep uh, it short and yeah. simple for the reasons he mentioned stay away game but if i leaned i would lean Jags because you guys for the reasons you mentioned i do like i've got
2: connor. i've got more plays that i like a lot more on other okay. games so this game I, I don't need to don't need to reach on
0: yep. the indianapolis colts at the las vegas raiders raiders minus six and a half over under 42 and a half oh under
2: No,
1: no. Thumbs down, gross game. I won't be
0: watching Oh, gross game? Oh,
1: well, I was going to say, I
0: kind of like the over here.
2: Interim (laughs) head coach game.
0: Yep. I I think, yeah, I think it's Colts. I think it's Colts plus six and a half. Six and a half is our sweet spot, Dylan. No, you're right. And there's a chance we see Josh McDaniels get fired right after this game.
2: Yes. Yep. Did you see that? uh, I know
0: he's a first-year head coach,
2: but it's this bad. Did you see the Colts? Uh, who they're gonna have call plays? It's like the assistant, like one of like the lower assistants, is gonna be like the play caller. It's, like, it's like it's like Landrew
0: Muck, something like that. He's calling plays. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I had to think about
2: that. Um, how much is too much for them to see of Sam Ellinger? Like, when does Matt Ryan come back? Does he? He no, never, because then they have to they have to give up a draft pick. Wait, what do you mean? I don't. I'm not familiar <laughs> with this.
0: If Matt Ryan plays enough games, they forfeit their first round draft pick. First round? Yes. I didn't know that. Okay, I don't. Well,
2: never mind. Then Ellinger's star for the rest of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. If it's a, it's he plays a certain amount of snaps. It's a certain percentage of snaps. Then they lose their first round draft pick to. That is right I guess the Jesus. Falcons
2: or whatever. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna stay away from this just because it's disgusting. I might take a. I might take an anytime touchdown in this game. Um, who's to say, who's to say I might take Devonte Adams he had a good week last week. I don't know. Grant, Dylan, y'all got anything. Absolutely not.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I kind of, I want to take the Colts so bad, but like, I almost don't even know if this counts as an interim coach game. Like obviously it does. There is Jeff Saturday coming in as an interim coach, but he wasn't in the truly in the building. Like some of these other dudes are like when like the Raiders had their dude, Rick, whatever, uh come in like he was the special teams coach you know he was such a locker room guy comes in steve wilkes locker room guy comes up jeff saturday coming in off tv doing some consulting here and there i don't know if this is a true interim coach game so i think i'm allowed to stay away from this
2: it's so weird because uh Working on like the show Get Up, like he he was on that show like once a week, every week, and they do like the pancake segment. So he's like spiking pancakes on air and like throwing them <laughs> around. And now he's the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Like three days later, it's just crazy to see.
0: All righty, let's move on. The Dallas Cowboys minus five at the Green Bay Packers over under forty two and a half. This is a weird line. This is a weird line. This is a weird weird line. Cowboys five point favorites in Lambeau. Like, I feel like some spooky stuff's going down where the where the Packers cover this game, but I'm going to stay away. The only yeah. thing –
1: Dylan, you got Go ahead, Dylan. I don't have anything, but if you like the Cowboys, I'd get it now. I think, I think it's going to go up to like six or six and a half by the time kickoff comes. That's a beautiful thing about doing the shows this early is you can try to predict that kind of stuff. I'm not okay. going to take – I'm not going to take anything, but if you like the Cowboys, I'd get it now.
2: The only thing I look, I'm looking at here is the total. It's 42 and a half. I don't I don't. I don't mind that over. I'm not gonna take it. But like, if I had, if I had to choose a side, I don't hate that over. I know the Packers have been god awful this year, but they're at home. I, I could see it going over.
0: Micah Parsons might kill Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Right, Grant, anything in this one? Please tell me now. <laughs>
3: I don't know, man. You guys are kind of like talking me into taking Green Bay just to be different. Uh, I might might wait wait for the uh, end of the week and then just take whatever Green Bay line. I think I'm gonna put a happy unit on it. I'm gonna take Green Bay plus the points against Cowboys. See what happens. If I take Green Bay, Grant, I'm taking the money line. How about that? Ooh, Ooh. I don't
2: hate that. I don't hate that either, bro. Look, I don't like. I don't like Cowboys as a
0: five point favorite. I don't like. Dylan mentioned it might go up to six in Lambeau.
3: Yeah, I don't.
0: It's Aaron Rodgers. I know we keep saying it's a different Aaron Rodgers, but it's still Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. I mean, Let's the Jets move beat on, the hell though. out
3: of him, bro, in Lambo,
0: So, like, mm-hmm. well, everybody beat the hell out of him this year. So, what are you gonna say? But in Lambo, uh, like what you're saying. Arizona at the Los Angeles Rams. Loser leaves town game. Cliff Kingsbury might leave town game if he loses, possibly. <laughs> question mark. Uh, loser leaves town game. The Rams minus three, home favorite. Over under 43 and a half, it's the Rams here. It's the Rams every which way.
2: I was already leaning Rams, read Dylan's article, lock it in. That's all the confirmation I needed. I I walked upstairs. We fell back last weekend. I walked upstairs, used the bathroom. It
1: was dark. 6 p.m. It's dark. And I look out into the sky, and I just see a sky full of stars, straight out of a Coldplay song. And I reach up, and I grab one, two, three, four, five. And I put it on the Rams, baby. The Rams are going to blow out <laughs> Everett. the Arizona Cardinals. It is not even going to be close. People are still still riding on this Arizona Cardinals team from when they played the Saints on Thursday night football yep. and beat them by eight with those two pick sixes. This is a very overinflated line for the Cardinals. The, one of the worst pass defenses in all of professional football. They give up a crap ton of penalties on defense, and the Rams are going to figure it out at home in this divisional game, and they're going to beat the Cardinals. They're going to beat them by a lot. Minus three, five stars, five stars. Five stars. Oh,
2: double. I'm doubling down. Falling I'm in on there. the Rams.
3: Absolutely. Rams. Are- I love it, boys. You guys are Let's thinking go. I don't know if it's a five-star play, but uh, I do love the Rams in on this one. I do think it's the right play, like you said. There's the <laughs> Cardinals have proven nothing throughout the season, bro, to suggest that they're like amazing. And we, I understand. Rams have had a very up and down year. They beat the Carolina Panthers. Mostly down powerhouse. It's, it, it's for all the reasons Dylan just said, and the fact that he's so com, you know convinced out with a five-star play. I like it, bro. Let's run it, boys. Another another
1: little stat, the Rams have only allowed 42% of red, red zone trips on defense. They've only allowed a touchdown 42% of the time. I feel like we're getting the Rams cheap here, boys. Yeah. I
0: also, I want to ask here, does anybody know the DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Ramsey stats? I feel like J- Jalen Ramsey owns oh. DeAndre Hopkins. I'll
1: have to look into that. I didn't think that's about that. that. That's, we'll a get, good, we'll, that's a good We'll variable. get the
0: stats department on that one, but... I. That's going to be an interesting matchup. DeAndre Hopkins has been unbelievable, but but this Rams seems going to whoop them. I, 10, 20, 20 point win. Easy. Don't even think about it.
1: They got to figure it out. And I think this week they do.
0: Cooper Cup might have 150 yards. Uh, Sunday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. 49ers minus seven over under 45 and a half. Um, This spread is a little funky. It's a lot of points for San Fran. I will yep. say, though, give me every single McCaffrey prop money can buy.
2: I was going to say, I'm going to hit McCaffrey receptions 100%. It's free money. Rush yards. Rush yards, too. Rush really? Yards, rush rush y- yards,
0: too? I guess so. This Chargers' rush defense is not
2: good. They are terrible. Tyler Algier ran for 100 yards on them last week. Yep. Is Keenan Allen slash Mike Williams going to be back this week at all? Keenan Allen's, like, supposedly so. – but like he's only, he hasn't played since week one. I don't know. Chargers have been very suspect, but seven's a lot of points. I'm Honestly, this game's got me in a pretzel. I don't know what to do. I might just take the props.
1: It's got me in a pretzel, too. I looked at the stats, and when I first looked at the offensive stats, I thought the Chargers, and then I looked at the defensive stats, and I thought the 49ers. Seven points is a lot. I don't know. Normally, teams that perform well going into the bye come out a little flat after the bye, and that also made me kind of lean Chargers. Uh, and the, the converse is true as well. Teams that are looking bad into the bye usually come out better. So, I lean Chargers. I may end up taking it game time, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: I kind of lean the 49ers here. Mm. Ooh, I just don't think this Chargers team is good. They're just They're not. not. They, because, I mean, these receivers are just Walmart receivers, man. They're terrible. I mean, if Josh Palmer's your number one target, him and Gerald Everett, Gerald Ever, terrible. yeah terrible. That's terrible.
1: I would like the kill Panthers for some have... receivers.
0: Uh, true. Tennessee. That, yeah, that, that's rough.
2: Yeah, It's yeah. basically was... the
3: same story. This spread's weird, boys. This is a stay away from me. Whack. Yeah. Black. but <laughs> Every <laughs> McCaffrey
2: prop. Um, I weirdly think it'll be a good game, though. Yeah. I think, I yeah. think it'll be a good I, game.
0: I don't hate the Niners on a tease, either. Even though teasers are a little sketch this year. Teasers are on... They're trending very downwards, like the stock market.
2: You know what I don't hate? I don't hate the 49ers' first half minus three and a half. They might come out hot. I don't hate that. I don't hate that either. It's going to be a very Niners crowd, obviously, since the Chargers have no fans.
0: Uh, But Monday night, Washington at Philadelphia. Philadelphia's minus 11 over under 44. Dude, the Commanders win this game outright.
2: I I kind of like the Commanders, just gut feeling. Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
3: 11 points in a divisional game. Ron Rivera possibly coaching for his job. Riverboat Ron, baby. Yeah, I lean. I, I'm not going to bet it, but I lean commanders at the points for sure.
1: It's like double-digit points in a divisional game, I, I almost always take the underdog. That's yep. just These divisional games always end up being tight. Uh, an official play I do have. I have the commanders for a unit. I have the under here for three. I actually really like this game to be low scoring. You're giving me mm. division game, prime time. That that right there is is a recipe for an under, under and yeah. the Commanders are going to have to run the ball because the Eagles have that pass defense. It's amazing, but they they aren't as good against the run. I think Brian uh, Robinson is going to get involved. Antonio Gibson is going to get involved, and uh, this clock's going to be ticking for the for the entirety of the game.
0: All right. Well, we've previewed all the games. Kind of, a, I don't know why it's kind of
2: boring. There's there's no crazy matchups that I'm like. Like, yeah. my mouth isn't watering ever watching any of these games. And there's
0: no spreads besides the Rams where I'm like, oh man. Last week, I found a lot of games where I was like, I really like the Chargers here. I really like yep. the over here. I'm not, I don't have that feeling this week, but I do have the feeling that we will hit back to back NFL parlays, <laughs> go four out of 10, batting 400, beyond Hall of Fame numbers. Ted Williams mm. can't even sniff us.
3: Or, you don't want to know why you're not salivating over this card, bros? Because the Jets have a buy. Mm. That's what that looks
0: like. Yeah, maybe maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Or maybe college basketball is back, and I'm just so far deep in college basketball. I love it. It's
2: like that and meme. It's like that meme where you're holding the girl's hand. It's like NFL and college ball, and then you're looking backwards at college basketball, and it's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the World Cup's like behind that
2: too. Yeah, the, the then, World Cup's just like peeking
0: out from the back, a little blurred out. World Cup is gonna be like this for me. I oh baby, cannot wait for soccer. Um, all right, I think it's time. Uh, run through quick picks. Obviously, a lot of our picks are going to change. Just picks you are guaranteed to take right now. Not leans, guaranteed to take right now. And then we'll post our full cards on the website. Since we are doing this on a Tuesday, we typically do Wednesdays or Thursday nights. We're going to put it all on the website Saturday night, early Sunday morning. Watch out for that. We'll have all of our picks on there, every single pick. Sounds good to me. Connor, give me your locked picks you are guaranteed to take.
2: And guaranteed no, already. No,
0: no Thursday night plays in here because there. Or I guess you can say the Thursday night plays on here.
2: Don't worry about Thursday night plays on the website. I, I don't even think I'm going to end up taking anything on Thursday night. Um, I'm plays I've already locked in. Rams minus three. I I love the Rams and I might double down on that. That might be my biggest play. Um Also like the Broncos plus three. I might sprinkle like a little half you know on the money line. Saints are a lean for me. We'll see about that one. Dylan's article is very good. Check it out if you haven't read it. I do like the Saints in that one. Uh, anyways, got the Vikings plus five and a half, as well as a sprinkle in the money line. I uh, got the Bears over. I'm going to sprinkle the Packers money line and then any kind of McCaffrey prop. Oh, also, last one, Bucks minus two and a half. I think they bounced back this week. So kind of mm-hmm. a decent sized card, a lot bigger than college. That's a
0: lot big- yeah, it's a lot bigger than I thought it'd be. All right, uh, Dylan, yeah.
1: Uh, I have the Falcons minus 1.5 uh, Thursday night. I also have, let's see, Tampa Bay minus 1.5, Denver plus 3. I have the under, under 40 in that game. Over 47.5, Browns, Dolphins, Saints minus 2.5, Lions, Bears over 46.5, Vikings plus 9.5, Bills minus 6.5. <laughs> mm. uh, sorry, Rams minus 3. I have the over in that game at 45. I hate that now, but I took that early. Uh, Commanders plus 10.5. Commanders Eagles under 45.
3: Great. All right. Uh, Seattle Bucks um, over 44 and a half. I have the Houston Texans for a half unit plus six and a half. Uh, let's see. The Vikings plus seven. I took that before, so it's now plus five and a half, but I took it for plus seven. Uh, Denver plus three. Rams minus three, and then Packers money line with our boy, with Connor. Me and him, we're both taking that. Got a sprinkle. Uh, that's it. Yep. All right, we're losing you, Grant. Well, I'll
0: hurry this up. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you, Tampa Bay, Seattle, over 44 and a half. Is there a Stephon Diggs revenge game in this Vikings game?
1: Ooh. We'll see.
0: I'll put a play up nice. on, Saturday, on Saturday night, Sunday. Uh, Bears, Lions, over. Man, I want to take the Texans so bad, but I'm going to hold off. Give me all the Saquon props and then Daniel Jones anytime touchdown on Saquon there. Saquon props, yep. Broncos plus 3 against the Titans. Colts. I'm gonna hold off. I like the interim coach game, but gonna hold off. Uh, Dylan, I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna do at least three units on the Rams minus three. That might get upgraded to a five star play as well. Let's I, go. It just makes too much sense to take the Rams. And then every McCaffrey prop you can ever imagine in your wildest dreams on the Sunday night game. McCaffrey's going to steamroll that game. I Either steamroll the Chargers. I think I'm gonna take McCaffrey first touchdown, anytime touchdown, two touchdowns, receiving props, rece- receptions, and rushing yards. I, Passing touchdown.
2: Passing touchdown, he, screw it.
0: He might have 200-plus all-purpose yards. Um, I'm going to wait on the Monday night game. I lean commanders plus 11, but I'm going to hold off on that. And I'll have more anytime touchdown plays. Oh, Jags Chiefs over 50-and-a-half. Jags lean right now. And then uh, let's do let's do the parlay.
1: Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go, go first. Ooh, you are they are, they are go? we putting
0: the Rams in here?
1: I, I'm I putting know. the Rams in there.
0: Yeah. Okay. If, if you are, not I was. Okay, because I just want to make sure because we do have a lot riding on the Rams already, mm-hmm. so we're yep. keeping. The I, still Rams in there. I still
2: love it. I still love it. They're That's paying fine. for
1: the wedding food.
0: Yep. There we go. <laughs> we already have caviar. If you if you can't <laughs> afford caviar after three part three plus twelve hundred parlay hits, and I don't know what you're doing. All right, Rams minus three. Grant, go.
3: Denver plus three. Oh, nice. Ooh. I love. I love, Those are my two. Oh my gosh. Denver plus three, baby, for sure. I love it.
2: That hurts, because those are my two. Now I don't know what to do. I'm sorry, Connor. Carter, do you have one? I'm I'm, I'm deciding between two. Uh, what, what are they? Let's talk it out. Let's talk it out.
0: <laughs> Jags, Chiefs, over 50 and a half, or Lions, Bears, over 48 and a half? Mm. Really? I know. I know that's a little tricky. This is the hardest one I've brought up. <sighs> I
2: Should we do them both? Ooh-hoo. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll take one of them. You want one of them? I've already, I've already got the Bears over on my card, so I, I would take that one. If you want to take the Chiefs, Jags, I don't know. What do you think? I, I could be swayed either way because they took both my other ones.
0: You want to go Packers plus five?
2: Oh, I can't do that. I can't bet the Packers in the parlay. In <laughs> the money line, bro. That'd I can't so do five. that. I'm, I so can't. Violent. Actually, we're gonna go Commanders. What Monday about? Line. What about? What about? <laughs> browns
0: plus three and a
2: half i think i'm gonna do the bears over i think i like the bears lines over for my pick. all right i'll go Jags chiefs over 15 and a half let's go all okay.
0: right
1: let's all go.
0: right that's it that's we it points
2: we need points that's so that's
0: beautiful the N- grant what was your play again i already forgot Denver plus three broncos Denver plus three. I'm, oh, i love, it. That's oh, I love it. that one that's what i was gonna say that one too all right that's the nfl parlay this week it is rams minus three against the arizona cardinals Denver Broncos plus three against the Tennessee Titans over 48 and a half in bears lions. Then over 50 and a half chiefs Jaguars
2: going back to back boys going back to back. We're looking to get on another hot streak. We have been, we've been pretty money so far on these. So I have a lot more confidence.
0: That's it. There we go. Let's do it, baby. That's it. There we go. Going to go back to back. It's going to be so easy.